Hi friends, welcome to this week's episode of You Can Rest Here. These are the conversations you have always wanted to have, except this time, with a lot of biblical truth, laughter, beautiful and maybe uncomfortable silences, all leading to an increased awareness of the presence of God. Finally, we shall learn a rhythm of rest in a restless world. My name is Mazino Malaka. You can rest here. Hey, girl. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? The funny thing is, people won't even know you've been here before. Because, I mean, the people who have searched you would know. They would know, yeah. But we have a second time guest. Yes. I feel so yes, special. Yes, yes. You are our first second time guest. After me, obviously. <laughs> but you are our first second time guest. Oh my gosh. Hi, Hi. everyone. Welcome honor. back for another episode here at You Can Rest Here. I'm really excited about this one because I think it really speaks to where we've both been recently. Mm-hmm. Um, where we're trying to get out from yeah. and where we know a lot of you still are. Um, mm-hmm. Quickly, I want to report Funtor to you oh guys. Oh my gosh. Um, First of all, do they even know who I am? <laughs> okay, tell them who you are because I just assume if you are not here from season one, right, then obviously there's a problem. But I'm just assuming <laughs> that you all know who she is. But okay, introduce yourself. Hi. But today you're my friend. Okay, yes. Okay. <laughs> Hi, my name is Fumto, Fumto Gubao. I'm Mazino's friend, as she introduced me as. Um, but I'm also a therapist. I'm a clinical mental health therapist, and I have my own practice called EBIO, and I support people just um, experiencing life and helping them find wholeness and um, fulfillment. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, and all she that does good it stuff. well. She Thank does you so it much. really well. Thank you. I, again, I want to report her uh-huh. because here we go. Um, <laughs> I asked her in a moment of desperation, girl, <laughs> a moment of deep anguish. Yeah. I said to her, "Will you be my therapist?" And then she says, "No, I'll be your friend." And I'm just, know. is that what I said? Should I pull up my the receipts? Okay, okay. It was a text. Okay, what did I say? And what did you say in response? Okay, I don't remember word for word. Exactly. But I did not. And she's saying deep anguish. You, you <laughs> were nothing. I think the text was, I can't believe you won't be my te- therapist. And I said, I'd rather you be my friend. <laughs> but why can't why can't why can't we have both? Like why can't I be your friend and your patient? Because. Ideally, mm-hmm. my only access to my clients is within that therapeutic space. Fair right? And I need you. If you don't need me as a friend, I need you as well, a friend. Anyways, I said, let me report so you guys can judge in the comment section whether you agree with the fact that my friend is saying that she will not help my deep anguish. Uh-uh. Is that what I said? Let's, let's figure it out. <laughs> anyways, at least she decided to do this episode with me. So I will settle for this. Wow. Um, today we're speaking about fear. Yes, we are. And fun fact i don't know if this is true or not but apparently fear appears in the bible fear not appears Mm -hmm. in the bible 365 times yeah so it's pretty much one for every single day right so like today if you are afraid there's a fear Fear not not. for you (laughs) tomorrow if you're afraid there's another fear not for you right um and i think i've been telling you a lot about how i've been experiencing fear um a lot recently Mm -hmm. um and it's come a bit weird because 
it almost feels like where did you come from right right yeah it was so sudden mm-hmm. and i think this is the first time i've actually acknowledged fear as something that could get out of hand hmm. Whereas before, I'm just like, oh, I just feel a little bit afraid. No, but this time it was like, no. This sort of fear is deadly. Yeah, 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 for sure. And if I don't figure out what to do with it, it might take me out, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think the moment I realized that it was really bad was when, I think I told you this, I was in the car, Mm -hmm. um, and my boyfriend was driving. And whilst he was driving, I always feel safe when I'm in the car with him, but all of a sudden... Like, I start, like, sweating profusely, and my chest just goes, oop. Mm-hmm. And I'm now struggling to breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, it's not like I, he was speeding or anything. I just felt this sudden fear mm-hmm. for my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I noticed is that this fear that happened in the car, I'd been feeling it, but it hadn't manifested so violently until that panic attack in the car. Yeah. Um, and I guess, what is fear, mm-hmm. right? I'm just going to give you guys a dictionary definition for fear. So it says in the dictionary that fear is an unpleasant emotion Mm -hmm. caused by the threat of danger, pain, harm, or death. Mm -hmm. What is fear to you? Obviously, this is dictionary definition. Right. what, What would be your definition of fear? Yeah. So I think... First, I want to differentiate like fear and anxiety because we use those interchangeably. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they can both affect each other. So fear is um, a response to immediate danger. Okay. So think about it this way. Let's say that um, there's an accident, mm. right? And you're, not you, God forbid, right? But some <laughs> there's an accident and somebody's in the car, okay. right? whatever emotion they feel in that moment is fear because they are in immediate danger, Mm. right? Like there's um, immediate danger about to happen or that has happened rather, right? So fear is a response to immediate danger. Anxiety is usually future focus. Mm. So it's usually like... So perceived the, the, threat. Yes, of like the accident of happening something. Exactly. when it hasn't happened. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Right. So fear is a response to immediate. Yeah. And then anxiety is future focus. Wow. But we use it interchangeably and they can affect each other. Yeah. Right. Because when you're feeling anxious, right, like the accident hasn't happened. Right. But that anxiety gets overwhelming. It may then invoke like, you know, fear whereby you are not feeling like you are in the accident do you understand and then obviously the accident happens with fear if the accident has happened and you know you're in the accident um you can then start feeling anxious as a result like after the accident has happened that oh this could happen again. again right so that's how i would um, you know, just define fear and anxiety because we use it interchangeably, and even yeah. in scripture, yeah. right? It's it's used um, interchangeably, yeah. but in scripture, if you see it, like the "do not be anxious" is always like future, future. Right? Oh my God, that is actually so true. Right, like so in Matthew six, yeah. right, twenty five to I think thirty one, when yeah. Jesus is saying, "Do not be anxious about what you would eat, what you would drink." It's, it's always future, future, right? But but when he was saying to like let's say Joshua um, to not be afraid, mm-hmm. there was a threat, exactly, an imminent 
threats. Exactly. There okay. was a threat. And also, though, Joshua was about to enter into a new position. Yes. Right? So there was newness. Yeah. Right? So then so, there was also anxiety. Right. So okay. it was covering both. Okay. Right? Okay. But, um, like, in Scripture, too, like, the... The example that comes to mind is um, Adam and Eve in the mm, garden, mm, mm, right? Mm. So after they've eaten the, the, the fruit, right, they hear the Lord work, walking in the garden, and then God calls to them. And then Adam said, you know, I heard you walking, and I paraphrase, obviously, I heard you walking, and I, and I, I hid, and I was afraid, right? So what was once, like, intimacy with God, you know, because I'm sure that that wasn't the first time that the Lord had been with them in the garden and they had heard him walking in the garden. But because something had shifted, yeah. it was now a fear of like, I'm afraid that yeah. something will happen. Yeah. And it was that he heard, you know, the Lord. So fear, anxiety, usually um, our five senses mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. usually correlated with that, right? So with the accidents, going back to our example of the accidents, you see that the accidents has happened right but with adam and eve adam heard the footsteps of the lord so someone can hear what may sound like our accident example can hear what may sound like an impending accident or like you know maybe traffic like traffic jam like mm, mm. collision right and then that can then invoke like you know the response of yeah. fear or anxiety yeah. so i yeah. love that so i guess much of much of what you've described mm -hmm. is like I guess when you're afraid or when you're anxious, mm -hmm. it's the absence of believing that like something good could happen. Go there. Right? Go there. <laughs> and I, I, I thought about this yesterday. What do I define as fear? And I said yeah. that fear is a reality without faith in God. Mm. Fear <laughs> is so a good. reality without faith in God. God. Yeah. And I think in scripture, mm -hmm. beyond mm -hmm. that, it mm -hmm. also tells us that fear is a spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is in um, 2 Timothy 1. It says that yeah. God has not given you the spirit mm -hmm. of fear. It doesn't say that God hasn't given you um, fear. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I want us to really understand this spirit thing because we are spiritual beings yeah. who sometimes operate too much like we Physical. only have a flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? For sure. Um, and the other day, I think the Lord really made me understand how fear is a spirit because I heard him say, in your room, cast out that spirit of fear, hmm. right? And he told me to anoint and, and like anoint every <laughs> inch of my room yeah. um, and pray that the joy of the Lord instead would enter in, it's right? Because yeah. when one spirit goes... Another yeah. spirit has to come in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And whilst I was doing this, like a bit of me was like, oh, this is obviously wisdom. I'm so glad that I discerned that this was God. But then I don't know if any of you have gotten to a place in your Christian life where you're just like, I am that overdue auntie ha. that <laughs> I never thought I would become. Like, mm -hmm. where did I learn this stuff from? Look. Do you know what I mean? Like, did you, would you, if somebody told you, <laughs> a few years ago that you would be casting out the spirit of fear like i hear myself now and i'm like i understand that auntie now no it's honestly i get her like, fervency i get it no, because I, it's necessary <laughs> life is not easy it's not and fear is not funny no it's, it's actually not what? like it's crippling it's crippling and debilitating like it, it's like 
it chokes. Yes, yeah, literally. 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 Chokes. There are some people who describe fear as like something that like just engrafts yep. their throats. Mm-hmm. They can't move. Mm-hmm. Some people have sleep paralysis mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the spirit of fear. Yeah. Right? Um, and I think recently I've really encountered the spirit the physical spiritual being yeah. that is fear yeah that has been particularly i've noticed in my bedroom hmm. which was why it was so important that i anointed that room That's and good. prayed over the room and not just me the scariest thing that i've seen in scripture some people won't even regard it as scary but it was the fact that in job 325 yeah it says that everything job feared came to pass Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and i'm now wondering can fear create our reality yeah yeah it absolutely can like from a psychological perspective research has shown us that our thoughts affect our emotions which then affects our behavior which then affects our thoughts again so it's like an endless loop right um like just a loop that goes on and on and on again so if you're having fearful thoughts right that is going to affect your emotions mm-hmm. so that's going to affect like the emotional response of fear coming yeah. up right yeah and by emotions i don't even just mean feeling i mean like even physically like the physical manifestations of fear right if you're having those thoughts of like okay i'm going to be in an accident again our example is accident so i stick with this <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> so if you're having those thoughts of i'm going to be in an accident again guess what you're going to be feeling afraid right so that's the emotion but then also physically you're going to be experiencing some of those physical symptoms of fear so your heart is going to be racing oh yeah your palms might be sweating yeah. your stomach might be churning not because yeah. you're hungry or yeah. you need to use the restroom yeah. but because you're having those um physical and emotional manifestations of yeah. fear and then that's going to affect your behavior yeah. so then guess what you're not going to get in the car mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. or you're not going to get in the uber mm-hmm. right or you're just gonna sit at home yeah yeah so that is affecting your, your reality. reality so that thought has then created your reality i think we underestimate just how powerful our thoughts are yeah. and i mean this is not even from like a stereotypical motivational oh, yeah. you know yeah. bl- blah blah standpoint like i know that we hear a lot of those and it can feel like Ugh, this is mm. just whatever but our thoughts are literally powerful like if you have (laughs) if you have the thought of like xyz is going to happen you're going to start moving in that way in that way to unknowingly manifest that exactly but in your head you might be thinking oh let me protect myself right and it's interesting that everything associated with fear Mm -hmm. is associated with death yeah yeah like fear can never be associated with life no it can't it can't Um, whether it be the death of your life the death of your dreams the death of a relationship like death of accomplishments yeah the spirit of fear is the spirit of death Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and again fear is a spirit and i think i was saying to you that we hear all these crazy things like embrace the fear and do it anyways <laughs> and do it afraid and at no time in scripture does the bible say be um, endure the fear 
and like you know keep going yeah like i i've never i kept looking i never saw it so i feel like we've become even comfortable as christians Mm -hmm. with fear Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we've accepted it rather than understanding that we are dominating that spirit yeah no and i think there's something to be said about how we process emotions as christians so it's always it's either like not even just christians people in general it's either extreme it's either Mm. we ignore or we overindulge right Mm -hmm. so and i don't think now i'm talking to christians we're not called to do i don't think we're called to do either 100 percent. one of the ways that i like to explain emotions to people is that they're signals yeah right and not every signal requires attention or requires action yeah i've also heard it said that um emotions are indicators not dictators exactly but if a signal if an indicator is on you need to pay attention to it right so the emotion of fear might be showing you that okay i need to pray some more right the emotion of fear might also be showing you that okay i'm about to do something new so yes i'm going to pray some more right but it's like whenever we experience certain emotions especially in like you know the christian community mm. it's like ah I rebuke it yeah, yeah you know and yeah. there's a level of like awareness like spiritual emotional hmm. emotional intelligence that comes with just like discerning emotions 100%. right like so i'll use myself an, as an example a few weeks ago i was experiencing a lot of intrusive thoughts yeah. and it was just like, thoughts are like that mean girl uh-uh. in your head like from school you know if anyone has ever been bullied <laughs> intrusive know, thoughts are that bully and that you, just will not shut up you cannot get it out of your head and i was just like where is this yeah. coming from yeah. like so i was invited to be on another podcast and this was like a professional podcast yeah. so they wanted me to speak on trauma yeah right if you know me personally and professionally you know that trauma is my jam so i don't I don't have any issues mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. it, right? But then the podcast was on a Wednesday morning. On Tuesday night, Mazino, I was so I was like, nah, I need to call this guy and cancel. Like I can't I can't do that. Like, who am I? Like, what do I know about trauma? Like, I need to am and, I supposed and, and that's to that's what you know. Do you understand? Am I supposed to be the the one speaking on this? Like, yeah. I need to do this, I need to do that. And how I knew that, like, okay, this wasn't just like a psychological or emotional thing going on was over the last few months i've been feeling like the lord is just asking me to just learn some more and just do more and really just step into the position of authority that he's calling me to right and so i was i've been thinking about that i've been conscious of that i've been ruminating on that right and i think in that same week i was like thinking about that and to then have those intrusive thoughts, I was like, okay, no, this is not. Yeah, this is something, not by chance. Something's a little bit off. Exactly, and I thank God for the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit then showed me that that was just an invitation for me to prepare. Yeah. It was just an invitation for me to do more study, yeah. right? But yeah. of course, because the enemy is deceitful, he 100%. tried to distort. Mask it as something. Do you else. understand? Yeah. But if I didn't have that spiritual, emotional intelligence from the Holy Spirit. I would have just been buying a casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. So yeah. I did pray. Yeah. And then I went to prepare. Yeah. You know? And you were fine. And I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> and what you're saying is interesting because what we're seeing is that 
fear doesn't always manifest as some boogie monster mm-hmm. that like will be shouting at you mm-hmm. but fear can also manifest as you rejecting yeah. the things god is asking you to do absolutely um a lot of people fear manifests for them as procrastination mm-hmm. and or laziness yeah for other people it manifests as anger mhm 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 yeah Yeah, because the thing is anger is a secondary emotion. Yeah. Right? Meaning that there's usually something beneath it. Yeah. I like to use the analogy of a curtain. Mm. Right? If we have a curtain, what we would see is the curtain, right? But if we pull the curtain back, yeah. we'll see whatever is behind the curtain. So with anger, it's usually what we're going to see in front. It's usually what we're going to see first, right? But if we pull that curtain of anger there's back, something else there's something else behind it. Fa- there's yeah. something else behind it and sometimes it's fear. Yeah. Right? Sometimes it's that you're hungry. <laughs> you're hungry. You're hungry, right? <laughs> But sometimes it's fear. Yeah. Right? And because like fear admitting that you don't know how to do something or yeah. that you're even afraid is such a vulnerable thing oh, yeah. it can then mask as like anger and like 100%, pride and because like, oh. i think fear is one of those things that it turns you into a little child yes yes and why we avoid fear is because one a lot of people do have childhood trauma of course uh, but i i think for a lot of people they that child is vulnerable mm, mm, mm-hmm, and you never mm-hmm. want to become that child because that means you're going to have to be weakened right. before men yeah. right like i don't know if you've ever had a moment where you're talking to someone and they're asking you like what's wrong and you're just like you're clearly angry mm-hmm. and it's like oh i'm just angry i'm just angry and then they poke at the reason why this might not be anger but mm-hmm. be fear and it's like you just sob yep because this mask was filtering what you were feeling well, right and on, yeah. i think for for me i've noticed that fear sort of looks like self sabotage mm. and just like go there <laughs> <laughs> like and because fear will often masquerade itself as wisdom mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. self sabotage <laughs> will seem like deep spiritual discernment yeah it will seem like i have <laughs> like this is the lord as in this thing this situation i'm sabotaging <laughs> like like get example right? right maybe yeah this time last year uh-huh. a little bit further but like Remember when we had we had um dinner mm-hmm. and I was <laughs> girl what are you about to say <laughs> and I was telling you how I wanted to sabotage mm-hmm. the relationship mm-hmm. that I'm now in mm-hmm. I remember and I was like oh no no for that day I if I didn't see you that day and my my siblings did not do like a special deliverance I would I would be a wreck right now Yeah I remember because I remember. I, I literally I remember and I justified sitting. every single reason why yeah. I wanted to sabotage a very good thing yeah and i was just like this huh <laughs> no you didn't even hear it right but to me it sounded like logic beyond yeah. logic mm-hmm. it sounded like wisdom yes it sounded like the wise thing it to sounded do. like the wise thing to do For was sure. just to completely destroy everything mm-hmm. right and beyond all of this right i've noticed that 
the, what the enemy is after with the spirit of fear at a foundational level yeah. is that he's trying to ruin your intimacy with God. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, 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 if you want to know why the enemy ever does anything in our lives, it is to destroy our connection and communication with God. Because Absolutely. I noticed when the spirit of fear had been thriving in my life for the past like four months, right? I just wasn't connecting with God as I normally do. I just mm. couldn't trust him. Yeah. It's like God would say one thing and because my mind would see the reality of another thing, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, goodbye. It's pretty mm-hmm. much like Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. enemy, all he wanted to do, again, John 10, 10, is to kill, steal, and destroy. And, destroy. and that sure. destruction is also, and first and foremost, your intimacy yeah. with God. Yeah. Um, because he knows yeah that you're you're most powerful when you are connected yeah than when you are disconnected so Mm -hmm. a lot of people Mm -hmm. it's also that fear fear also masks itself as a fear of punishment Hmm. Hmm. because you're afraid of you're afraid Mm. of going into the presence of god because you're afraid that God will punish you for mm. being away from him. Mm. So it's a lack of understanding of who God is yes. and his character. And his character. That's so good. And I want everyone to take a moment and just ask themselves, how is fear mm. masking itself in my life? Yeah. For some of you, like you're wondering why it's December mm-hmm. and there's something God asks you to do and you still haven't done it. And what you don't realize is that the spirit of fear is the reason yeah and has validated the lies that you now believe yeah so take out a moment it might be right now pause this episode mm-hmm. and just begin to em- embark on a journey with the holy spirit and understand how is fear maybe masquerading itself as wisdom yeah how is fear masquerading itself as anger mm-hmm. or laziness mm-hmm. um or even the idol of certainty for mm-hmm. some people mm-hmm. you know just really inquiring um at about that because what you notice in scripture is that fear can make the most intelligent, most brilliant people do the dumbest things. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I want to add to that, like, you know, just encouraging people to really search and ask for wisdom yeah. from the Holy Spirit yeah. on how fear is masquerading. There's a scripture that a few years ago I I, um, I read Psalm 139, 23 mm. to 24. It says, search me, O God, and know my anxious thoughts. <laughs> See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the everlasting, everlasting way. And when I read that scripture, I was like, oh, that sounds good. You know, that feels good. The things that God said to show me. <laughs> <laughs> so... Tread carefully when you read it. Yeah, tread carefully. And, and, and honestly, just be... Understand that it is an open heart surgery you're undergoing. Honestly. Just like like the last few episodes. Yeah. This journey of sanctification will require you to go into the depth of places you never intended to. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we, we I, I just mentioned something about like fear masquerading itself as wisdom mm-hmm. and and the fact that like intelligent people because of the spirit of fear can become very stupid. So right. like in first Kings eighteen, we see Elijah. Mm-hmm. And Elijah is this mighty man. Yeah. And 
one man alone destroys prophets mm-hmm, mm-hmm. many prophets of Baal like at some point in scripture we find that Elijah called down fire from heaven and it wasn't just that he called down fire from heaven this fire came and it fell on a lap of water <laughs> do you know what kind of faith do you know it what takes, kind of authority yeah. and audacity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that somebody would have that creative ability to say god i know there's water there but i have enough faith (laughs) that the god that i serve will call down fire Mm -hmm. and it will fall on water and still be burning Mm -hmm. but then in the next chapter elijah is running away from jezebel Mm. in first kings 19. Mm -hmm. so you're wondering (laughs) you said fear woman honestly (laughs) fear women right the fact that this mighty man has defeated all these people now um, fire on water all of a sudden is is little miss jesse 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 with the good hair maybe (laughs) that you're now afraid of right and you're wondering how how has this happened yeah yeah and what you see is that fear has different masks. Mm-hmm. So he had mastered the mask of fear with the prophets. Mm. But now mm, with power. You know, you know, with power. With power. But now he hadn't mastered the fear that was manifesting itself in Jezebel. Mm. And it happened in an instant. Mm. Obviously, we don't know the time difference between First Kings 18 and 19. But the fact that these two are right next to each other, it shows us that fear projects itself under a microscope to make something that could be minute, something mm. that you're able to defeat mm. with God on your side, Mm-mm. something that seems indestructible. Mm-hmm. It minimizes or magnifies. And yeah. in this case, it magnifies. It, it, it. it, it magnifies. Mm-hmm. And what what I, I I want to touch on some of the reasons why some of you are battling with the spirit of fear. Yeah. There's something that has become very dear to my heart. The Bible says that deliverers will amount Mount Zion, mm. that the deliverers will rise up on that mountain. And I've become so fervent about deliverance because i think there are people suffering and they don't know why yeah um for a lot of people you were born into fear yep and what i mean by that is that in your lineage in your generation if you look back your grandmother yeah always was afraid about everything your mother picked up that same spirit of fear from your grandmother albeit being a christian right deliverance and healing are still part of the sanctification journey yes you are a new creation in christ but they still that same spirit of fear is now running Mm -hmm. through generations now you're wondering why you're behaving like the people you used to be annoyed by (laughs) right it's like you know but you don't realize that you had you've adopted that fear because of your environment because some people raise fearful children those fearful children will raise more fearful children yeah and the entire lineage is dealing with fear yeah yeah our environment shape us yeah right it's our it's through our environment that we learn how to navigate the world yeah it's through our environment that we learn how to be in relationships yes right because think about it like our family, the relationships that we have with our families are usually like the first exposure to relationships, 
right? And so even from like a nurturing standpoint, right? Our caretakers, how yeah. they take care of us, yeah. then becomes how our template of taking care of ourselves. Ourselves. And then, and then taking care of others, others right? Yeah. And then navigating the world yeah. in that way. So if your caretaker was fearful, anxious, and the thing is that like, like we've said, you know, fear can masquerade as wisdom. Right. So they'll tell you, I don't want you to do this because of, so there'll always be a reason right. why. Right. And especially with, I mean, especially with mothers, yeah. right? There's a high level of anxiety when it comes to raising children, yeah. which is understandable, yeah. right? I mean, this world is it's not our home. 100%. <laughs> and it's corrupt, yeah. right? So there's a high level of anxiety that comes with that. So then before you know it, what you are what you're trying to do, what, what you're trying to protect, you know, how you're trying to protect rather, then becomes you imbibing fear into your child. Yes. So then your child isn't able to do certain things because you're afraid, yes. right? And then because you're the authority in your household, your child can't contend that, yeah. right? So they kind of have to go yeah. with it. But and your then, child can't even come to you to be like, what is this thing I'm feeling? Right. Because you sort of place that burden on them. Yep, exactly. And then now as the child, the child grows up, that's the template in which that they were raised. Yeah. That's the template in which they knew how to navigate life and as a, as a kid rather. And then now as an adult, they're not doing certain things, yeah. right? They're or not dating. They're not dating. Not talking to guys no. <laughs> like, or girls. They're, you know, they're not putting themselves out there. For I mean, jobs, exactly, not applying for things. Exactly, right? And again, masquerading as wisdom, yeah. right? Safety. Because Safety, man. What this is now describing to me Safety. is that fear is not just a reality without faith in God. Fear can now become its own ecosystem in your life yes. to which you abide yes. and you dwell. Yes. So you know how in Psalm 91 it says, he who um, rests in the secret place of the Most High, right. you can now move yourself out of resting in the secret place of the Most High and to dwell. dwelling mm -hmm. in fear. Go there, yeah. And I'm not sure if you've seen this in practice, right? Especially like obviously, Ni having a lot of Nigerian clients, right. right? I found that over the past few years, especially since 2020, fear has governed this territory. Yeah. And it's important to note that spirits can dominate in a land. Mm -hmm. There are certain spirits that like obviously thrive in, for example, Lagos, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. greed, mm -hmm. um, you know, promiscuity, promiscuity <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry, yeah. um, but it's the truth. Right. And it's important that you're aware of the spirits that are thriving where you are. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that there's been increased fear that has governed the land. Yeah. Um, because of economical crisis right. and, and secure insecurity, right. war and yeah. conflict, just, yes. Nigeria has just become m much more of a fearful place than mm -hmm. when I grew up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I almost can't recognize where we are. Yeah, definitely. Those things that you've mentioned, right? They're reality. Yeah. It's what we're experiencing. The economy is the economy mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. However, speaking to believers, right? We know that like our, although our reality may be happening, yeah. It doesn't dictate our situation. 100%. Meaning that, like, 
there's a truth which is the truth of god which is that god is with us god is for us right so in spite of the reality that truth stands the same and that's why it's truth that's why it has to be an anchor and a rock like it can't sway it can't sway depending on the situation right so it's like yes there is fear in the land because of what is going on right and I have a truth. I have an anchor that yeah. doesn't change. I have, have a weapon. I have a weapon. Yeah. I have the one who has been the same before I was born. <laughs> and it's going to be the same yeah. even after I'm not here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like we need to rest in that safety. Yeah. That needs to be our safety. Yes. Not fear. Not, not, and, and, and not the economy, no matter how good or bad it is. Right. Our safety is always in him yes which almost makes it seem like though we are here we are not here yeah yeah you know that's yeah. what living with a kingdom mindset yeah, means is yeah. that i may be here touching yes, you yep. but i am of another kingdom you know what yeah. i mean so whatever this economy wants to do mm-hmm. i'm I, I i'm not dictated by it my life isn't moved fully by yes it is real but yes. there's something that's realer absolutely and this economy cannot change the purpose and destiny of god over my yes. life it doesn't not yes. no one nothing yeah. has the power yeah. to do that yeah and if god is wisdom right if god has nothing catches god by surprise 100%. so are you saying that like god did not know that i would exist in he this knew. time he knew. like he girl knew. that's even yeah blessing me amen <laughs> And I and I, I I think another way that like fear creeps in mm. is through past failures, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. If you've applied for many jobs yeah. and you've been rejected, yeah. fear will tell you that the next time you're going to apply for a job, you're going to face a rejection. Yep. If you've ever been hurt in a relationship. The next time you see something good, fear will try and dictate what is going to happen before you even get there. Yeah. And you see this with Moses, right? So Moses is, the Lord is telling Moses, I want you to speak. I want you to go forth with my people and go into Egypt. And Moses says to the Lord, he says, I have never been eloquent emphasis on the fact that he said i have never Never. been eloquent he said neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant so he's saying i never been i never never gonna be be. (laughs) you know what i mean i I never spoken well i never gonna speak well like that is because again life has justified and validated that lie to him so he's like my tongue can be of no use to god because everything i've ever known tells me that i can't be used by god yeah and (laughs) what you just have to know is that fear again though it has the ability to leech off of our past failures Mm -hmm. and Again, some of these failures are simply because we never believed in who God said we are, right? So it's like, was it even a failure? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Maybe we change our terminology, but whatever didn't happen as you wanted it to does not mean that the mighty God who is yours cannot do something greater. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. 
absolutely and it cannot mean that like again god's plan for you will still not come to pass yeah because i don't know if you know this about me but i applied for phd programs i think i applied for nine or something rejection upon rejection and it was just like what is going on here like i know that i may not it i was just like okay i may not be qualified but come on at least let me get one acceptance but that wasn't god's plan for my life so that rejection was redirection exactly yeah right but, but if you, know, I you could have decided to not we wouldn't be sad here no right exactly now. that's why it wasn't god's plan for my life because yeah. if i had gotten into phd program i would have met you 100 percent. we would not be here because I would, <laughs> I would have been on a different trajectory <laughs> right but if i internalized that yeah. as like oh my god i failed at you know getting into grad school getting into phd programs then that then becomes my reality of like oh i failed and it's just like girl that was not a failure yeah yeah yeah. it happened nine times not 30 (laughs) like (laughs) and even if it happened 30 times and what it was redirection and you know the thing about this is that one of fear's greatest purpose is to make you a victim to life yeah yep yep i remember when like i had in July, I, I had gotten sick yeah. and I've been retracing where like fear re-entered into my life this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And I got really sick in July and my whole family, no one was around. My sister was pregnant. My mom was with my sister. And I, I just started like being so afraid of even going to bed at night. I remember Mm -hmm. even the day I had to go to the hospital, I was so afraid that they would tell me something worse. And then after I got the, I I was told what was wrong with me, my body was still not responding Mm -hmm. to the treatment I had received. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. now I know that my body's lack of response was because of the fear that was being trapped in my body. Yeah, so it couldn't recognize truth. It couldn't recognize truth. It couldn't recognize healing. Yes, and I think I may have said this to you one of the times that we prayed on the phone, but something that I've been, like while I was praying for you um, one time on the phone, but something that that the Lord has really placed on my heart to pray over myself and others is that my body recognizes truth Mm. and my body responds to truth. And what is the truth? The word of God, right? Because we know that there is power, and this is not the stereotypical, there's power in the tongue, but Mm. there's power in our words, right? I mean, how did the world get created? It was words. It was spoken. Yeah, speech. (laughs) It was spoken. How did um, Lazarus come back to life? Jesus spoke, right? And his body responded to the authority of God's word. So we really need to start declaring that my body responds to truth. My body recognizes truth. And if there's anything trapped within me, in my any organ, in my GI tracts, whatever, wherever fear has has become has found its home Mm -hmm. in my body, Mm -hmm. that my body will respond to faith. Yes. My body will respond to God and the nature of god yes because one thing i've noticed is that fear usually uh, it affects the digestive system yep the chest and the digestive system yeah and we need those two for life yeah and i i I noticed that every time of recent i wasn't keeping and what happened to me that time Mm -hmm. some people might think it's a stretch but like 
I had a bacterial infection, which again was my gut. It yeah. was my stomach, my gut, all of that. And like, I genuinely believe that fear was trapped there and I it was know, making me sick. I, I've seen this in my practice. There was, I've seen this in my practice. I've seen this with clients yeah. where they have stomach issues. I was going to go to the hospital, hmm. right? Thinking it was gas. Yeah. We did breathing exercises. And it left. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. I, I, I even just sense to like, just pray for anybody whose organs yeah. are responding to the spirit of fear. Yeah. That your body will recalibrate. Amen. You will be restored to your factory settings. Yes. Yes. And now the spirit of faith, yes. which is the absence of fear, yeah. Yeah. which is in the absence of sickness, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. will dwell within mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. in Jesus' name. Amen. That however Amen. your digestive system, yes. your your brain. Yes neurological functions your yes. nervous system yes. is being attacked yes. chronically by yes. the spirit of fear yes. that the spirit of god Amen. would come upon you Amen. and relieve you from Amen. this demonic entities yes. in jesus name Amen. 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 um you see now we've spoken mm. about like whoosh fantastic yeah, amen <laughs> Amen. One thing that we've also Amen. been speaking about, like the, uh, how the spirit of fear manifests, is that it manifests also as the fear of man, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And I've, I, I've I said to you that, that like, <laughs> imagine on that faithful day, we meet Jesus face to face. Mm -hmm. And we're sat there with our Lord and Savior, the one who has made an investment on our lives, awaiting the returns. Mm -hmm. And he says to us, <laughs> I gave you an assignment, my darling, because you know God is polite. He's so kind. He's so loving. Why didn't you do what I asked you to do? And then Funta was like, ah, Daddy me. My daddy, my, <laughs> my daddy. daddy, my daddy. I didn't do it because I was afraid of what Jessica thought about me sorry if your name is jessica but i was afraid <laughs> of what jessica thought right oh my god and way to call me out no 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 but it's the truth <laughs> the thing is right yeah she's 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 sat here as funto so i'm coming for her coming for today my <laughs> i'm coming for her today so imagine if what will god say Man. So, because of my creation, hmm. you didn't do what I sent you to do. Something I created, somebody yeah. I made, yeah, yeah, yeah. now threatened you so much that you didn't do what I asked you to do, right? Yeah. And I've come to know something, right? Because the fear of man is so real. It's like, real. You, sometimes you can't even be afraid of men that you have not even met hmm. because of what they might think. The only <laughs> thing greater than the fear of man is the fear of God. Absolutely. That's the only kind of fear that won't dysregulate yes. you. Yes. The only thing greater than the fear of man is the fear of God. And by fear of God, I think I might have to do an entire episode on this, but fear so of too. God is reverential. Yeah. That means that you are so in awe of God mm -hmm. that you will not want to do anything against him mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you love him and you reverence him so much that even if little miss jess mm -hmm. is like hmm you can't do this or don't do this you look at her and say i fear god more yeah. than you yeah. in psalm 56 4 in the amplified it says in god whose word i praise i have put my trust 
In him I have put my trust. I shall not fear. What can mere men do to me? Hmm. So the next time somebody acts like they are the ruler of your life, the Bible says, I will not fear he who can destroy my body, hmm. but I will only fear who he who can destroy my body and my soul. Hmm. Man can only destroy your body. Yep. Even if they want to kill you. You know, the other day I got into the shower and I was just like confessing my love for the Lord and like... I don't want to die. Oh, please <laughs> understand this. But I said, God, I would die for you. Yeah. I was like, in the face of any form of persecution, I will lay my life down for you because I will not fear he who can destroy my body. Funta yeah. can shoot me, yeah. but Funta only shoots I my won't. body. He won't. Thank you, please. <laughs> but Funta only shoots my body. But right. who I will fear is the one who has created me yeah. and is able to destroy not just my body, yeah, but, but my, my body and my soul. Yeah. And what I, can mere men do to you? Right. And I just want to emphasize that man doesn't have the power to destroy your soul. Yes, they can't. Like, literally, no man. And, uh, yeah, I, no they man. Can't. No man. And what no the man, man ever wants to get at is your soul. Yes. Because your soul is your mind. It's your heart. Honestly, like, no man has the authority. No man has the power to yeah. destroy your soul. So even if there is some um, authority that is trying to speak over yes. your life, there's only one authority that speaks Again, over your life. authority, meaning a parent. Yes. Or a pastor. Yes. Or a co-worker. Yes. Or your CEO. Yes. Anybody trying to invoke fear in you to stop you from doing what you clearly know yeah. is right in the in God's word and in terms of what he has asked you to do, mm -hmm. do not fear them. No. The Bible says the heart of kings mm -hmm. is in God's hands. Mm -hmm. So then the Literally. heart of that, of that um, Pharaoh <laughs> is in the, hand the hands of, of God, God. Right? <laughs> and one thing I've noticed is that what fear tries to do is that once it touches one area of your life and Spread. it's found it's found success it like a cancer it just tries to spread everywhere it spreads it spreads which is why, why you cannot kills. entertain it yes and that's why it kills yes it kills which is why you cannot entertain it you know yeah. one of my favorite scriptures when i when i was dealing with the spirit of fear the past few months is in it's psalm 27 1 2 3 yeah. and it says the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom? Again, because fear is a spirit and can manifest itself through people. Mm -hmm. And obviously the enemy. Whom shall I fear? It says the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Yeah. When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes. You know, there are some things I only slap in the KJV. Sorry <laughs> if you're listening to this. I'm just like... <laughs> Even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat my flesh. Yeah. They stumbled and, and fell. <laughs> Though a host should encamp against me, my yeah. heart, my heart shall not fear. Yeah. Though war should rise against me, in this I will be confident. And what this scripture really shows me is that God is not ignorant of the fact that there are many situations in life that will seem impossible, will seem scary, and will seem difficult in the physical eye. But because your God is bigger, whom shall you fear? Even if a whole host of enemies encamp around you, God is still bigger than even them, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And something God has been telling me is that a dead man cannot be afraid. Mm. 
A dead man cannot have fear within them. You're dead. And because we are meant to be dead to our flesh, fear should have no right to dwell within us because only a living man <laughs> has the ability to feel fear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, part of God's all-knowing wisdom yeah. is the knowledge that he has that, okay, moving you from point A to point B, right? There might be fear that would come. Yes. But if we look at scripture, whenever that happens, there's always a promise. And what's the promise? His presence. Yes. That I, I will, will be, be with, with you. you. The response that God ever gives to anybody that was fearful mm -hmm. was not the situation will change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was not that yeah, everything yeah, yeah. will be perfect. Go there. He kept saying, I, I, the one that doesn't change. Yes. The one that I am with you. Do not be afraid because I am with you. That, that is your only justification for Isaiah not being afraid because 10. God is yes. with you. Yes. Right. Yes. And something that you find about fear is that before you even start looking at to how to deal with fear mm -hmm. you must like you said monitor your speech because i've noticed that people who complain remain in fear mm -hmm. whenever you keep complaining about something mm -hmm. it's like in one breath you're like the lord deliver me but then you're complaining about the thing that you're saying that he should deliver you from <laughs> like make it make sense right um and i guess now my question constantly is like okay if we have the holy spirit yeah why do we still fear yes why do we still feel have fear, fear? Yeah. why do we still have fear why does it why how can the spirit of fear still find its way in our lives mm -hmm. and one thing that's important to recognize as a believer is that you cannot be possessed because mm -hmm. the holy spirit has possessed you over you come you on can be oppressed by <laughs> the spirit of fear absolutely absolutely and why, why do we still have um fear or experience fears because you have a flesh yeah yeah even though we're spirit yeah. beings yeah, 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 yeah. this is this we is the outer kissing our humanity is <laughs> right? still there right and again the wisdom of god god knows which is why the he's his promise is something that is constant yeah. which is his presence which is himself right so it's it's like the command to not fear is that oh just be calm and yeah. just just uh just be calm because everything is going to be okay yeah. it's do not fear because yeah. i the I... one that remains the same and it that means has that, never like, do we even believe God is who he says no, he honestly, is. No, the, 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 honestly. We've over, made him so small. No, honestly, over the last, I would say the last year, yeah. actually maybe more than, Yeah. I really just felt this invitation from the Lord to really understand his hmm. character, right? And to understand who he actually is. Yeah. Right? And it's by the knowledge of who he is yeah. that, that can then make me feel secure yes. and safe. If I don't know god to be good if i don't know god to be kind if i don't know god to be compassionate if i don't know god to be consistent when fear comes 
guess what? I'm going to be tossed oh, around, Jesus. right? Because even if I read Isaiah 41 10 that says, Do not fear, for I am with you. I don't know the Who is the God that is with me? Do you understand? Is is this like just kind of like my best friend? Do you understand? You know, I and, know and, and again, because of a lack of the fear of the Lord in our lifetime yeah we read things about god and just think mm, that's something he did before trust right. me that god of vengeance <laughs> that you read yeah in the bible who stopped everything to make sure deliverance was upon a set of people is the same god now yeah right and yeah i think the craziest thing and I, th I, I'm, I, I want to speak prophetically to mm. somebody, right? The Lord has been speaking to me, and not just to me, about me, but about his, his children. Mm. And has been saying that we are embarking on a new journey as the body of Christ. And a new journey, entering into new seasons, entering into new um, paths, right? And what you find throughout scripture, you find that at the gates mm -hmm. of our hearts, mm -hmm. as we are about entering into the new, yeah. there is a devil, there is the spirit of fear. Obviously, the enemy stands there at the gates trying to restrict your entry, right? But particularly the spirit of fear is what tries to hinder your access points. Mm. You know, I, I, I call these like the dogs of doom, mm. demons of doom that mm. just stand and, and, and try and disturb you mm. as you are making your entrance into the new season God is bringing you into. Yeah. And a lot of you don't feel fear when nothing is happening you begin to feel fear when you've received a blueprint. Yeah. You've received <laughs> wisdom from mm -hmm. God. God has told you, for example, that this person, I want you to marry them, start planning your wedding. The dog of doom at the, at the door of the destiny yeah, yeah. will stand there and begin to mock you mm -hmm. and begin to whisper mm -hmm. <laughs> and begin to stop you from entering into the victory and the glory that God has for you on the other side. And I've noticed that this is strategic, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's important that we understand that the enemy is very strategic. He sure is. There are always strategically placed giants in the promised land. You yeah. see that with Joshua and Caleb, mm -hmm. those people were placed. It's not that they were fake. Mm -hmm. There were giants mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. just that there was a bigger God yeah. than the giants. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, I challenge you for the person listening to this, that you are on the curb of something, mm. you are on the edge of seeing glory manifest in an incredible way. Don't stop now mm. because of the dogs of doom, mm. because they want to keep you hidden in the wilderness of mediocrity. Mm -hmm. And what they are trying to do mm -hmm. is to make you live a meaningless life mm. and you must reject it mm. at all costs. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. 
fear has to now become irrational for you yes right say that say yes. that because the thing is that like a lot of fears that we have they right? are irrational they, they don't make any they type make no of sense. sense so fear now <laughs> has to become irrational i challenge you to do what it says in first peter 5 7 hmm. to cast all your cares all yes. your anxieties all your worries all your concerns and why it's important to cast your anxieties and your worries future yeah is because that is what the enemy will try and taunt you with you know hearing you read out the scripture what just came to mind is that fear also masks and masquerade as pride oh, yeah. because to cast your care you have to be humble girl so much humility in saying god i'm afraid i'm afraid rather take than god i got fear. this no take this yeah. fear away from yeah. me yeah right i can't take it i can't this new thing that you're calling me to is scaring me help me look at you and not the situation that's it takes humility that's a posture of humility which is why jesus kept saying peter look at me yes because if you look at yourself yeah yeah or your situation right You see 1 John 4:18 in the NIV. I love, love it. It, <laughs> it says <laughs> It says there is no fear in love, yeah. but perfect love drives out fear. Yeah. Because fear has to do with punishment, hmm. and the one who fears is not made perfect in love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I I some other versions say perfect love casts Cast out fear. Them. This yeah. one says drives. Yeah, and yeah. when I thought about it, I pictured a massive truck as in huge with big tires and on the front of that truck was love perfect love because mind you it doesn't say in this scripture that you will drive out the fear hmm. it says perfect love so that truck the spirit of fear is here as a little minion and the truck is huge right and the truck is called perfect love and that truck just comes and it collides with 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 the spirit of fear and it demolishes yeah, it yeah 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 every time you feel fear picture the perfect love of god just coming in and destroying that fear that's why i kept saying to god yesterday when he gave me this vision i said your love is a bulldozer mhm 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 and then you must now wonder how have i not been perfected in love hmm. Because that's what it says. Yeah. It says he who has fear has not been perfected in love. Yeah. Yeah. How have yeah. you not been perfected in love? Yeah. And it could also mean like what is it about God that you believe? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it says fear has to do with punishment. Yes. And Roman says that you know we've not received the spirit, spirit of, of bondage, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but the spirit of adoption where yes. we can cry Abba, yeah, Father. Abba Father. That is love, right? Can you there. cry Abba Father? daddy daddy yeah are you are you are you are you a son yeah a daughter of god yeah or are you still functioning as a slave hmm. because it's only slaves that are afraid yep. a child of god knows that they can enter into their father's fridge and take that snickers and they're good and they're good if he shouts he shouts you know what i mean but he still but loves he me. still loves you mm-hmm. but if you're still functioning as a slave yeah that means that you haven't entered into sonship yes absolutely Absolutely. So what have you received, right? It, it, first Tim- mm. Second Timothy 1 says, um, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound, sound mind. mind. So yeah. have you received what he's given you, or are you still functioning in what is in your old life? So, and you know, 
if we look at that um, scripture, Second Timothy one seven, mm. if we look at the earlier verses, yeah. it's Paul encouraging Timothy, and he's telling him, he's reminding him. He references his grandmother, his grandmother who his had mother, faith, yeah, right, yeah, and then the exactly, yeah. and the impartation that he received yes. when Paul laid hands yes. on him, on yes. him, and then he said, "But the Lord has not given you the spirit of fear, yeah. but of um, power, love, and of a sound mind." Yeah. Right, so Paul is calling to remembrance. He's what like, he has received, yes, and what has already existed in his life. Right, he's like, your grandma, your mother. When I laid hands on you, these things already existed in your life. So therefore, you do not have the spirit of fear. It. Like it's because I haven't yours. given it. To no, you. God so, hasn't so given it to you. So you now have to wonder who gave it to you. This spirit of fear, yeah, where man. did you get it from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are some people, yes, lineage, generationally, they've acquired it. But sometimes you acquire it from discussions you yep. have. You acquire it from movies you watch. Yep. You acquire it from things you, you listen, listen to. to. Mm-hmm. So where have you now received an inferior spirit mm-hmm. to the spirit of God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think just in terms mm. of like... <laughs> practicality yeah. again all of this is practical because sometimes as christians are like oh the word of god isn't practical no it's very you see practical. that bulldozer I, mm-hmm. I analogy i gave you perfecting yourself in love understanding the nature and the love of god mm-hmm. that is practical right absolutely so how do we escape the spirit of fear and, and i just want to lay a disclaimer right mm-hmm. Everything we've spoken about and all the ways we're talking about how to escape the spirit of fear and defeat it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, not just you defeating it, but perfect love coming to drive it it out. Right. Is that all of this comes when you have the Holy Spirit. Yep. You can only have the Holy Spirit if you have given your life to Christ. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So if there's anyone on the other side of this listening and you're encouraged but Jesus Christ is not your Lord and Savior. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Because I promise you, no matter how much you search, that spirit of fear will perpetually dwell in you unless you know Christ. You know, someone once asked me, like, what are you, what, what are you most afraid of? Yeah. And I couldn't give an answer. Good. And it's not because there aren't things to yeah. scare me. Yeah. But it's because I have a better understanding of God. I have a better understanding of who he is. And he's calling over my life. And that, God himself, is what is making me not be afraid of anything. So you need him. Yeah. There is no, you know, in society... We keep looking for an antidote to this fear thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people will call it fancy names. They will call it um, oh, um, um, imposter syndrome. It's the spirit of fear. That's not a syndrome. <laughs> it's a spirit that needs to be, you need to be Drive delivered it from out. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No matter the amount of hot yoga, cold yoga, drinking water, That's minding your business, yoga. endless affirmations in front of a mirror, the law of attraction, all these demonic things, right? <laughs> For Drink me water. Now, for me now, personally, if the response for fear doesn't have the cross, doesn't have the love of God, yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't have the blood of Jesus, yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. Because I've noticed that nothing is lasting. 
You keep telling me to try these different things, but it doesn't last. But now we've established that Jesus Christ is the greatest antidote yeah, to the yeah. spirit of fear, right? He sure is. One of the first things I want you to recognize is that the feeling of fear is always felt in the flesh. Yes. Never in the, in the spirit. No. It's always felt in the flesh. Right, so the knowledge of who you are in the spirit is what will supersede the flesh. Yeah. In Psalm 34, 4, it says that I sought the Lord. This is in the Amplified Version. It says, I sought the Lord on the authority of his word. And he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Yeah. What this means is that the authority that you have in your knowledge of the word of God is your deliverance hmm. from the spirit of fear. Hmm. Yeah. You know, we spoke a bit about Caleb and Joshua. Mm -hmm. um, and like, there's so much you can pick up on that. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Um, and what we find with both of them is that there were giants, but they sought to have a heavenly perspective mm -hmm. and refused to believe what the flesh be was dictating instead of what the spirit knew to be truth, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is that even if there are giants in the land, so what? Yes. We can still embark on this journey. Yeah. And I, I was saying to you that it's important when you go to look out for the promise and that you go with the right people yes yes so yes so before you go to, with the people that are just like ah did you see the giants do you see them they are <laughs> they big. are big <laughs> big yeah of course that's their big. job description to be yeah. big <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but it's important that you're not chummy chummy no especially when you are at the gates of destiny yeah you are not chummy 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 with people who have a limited and fearful mindset Absolutely. because they will always tell you reasons why not to go mm -hmm. when and god is like, like i got wisdom. you it will seem like wisdom because it's because like, their voice will be that's so danger loud. that's danger you know like oh the giants do that, that equates to danger so let me know go it's just like no 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 no, no honey that's not what and god has sometimes told the you. lord will isolate you yeah when you are entering into a new season mm -hmm. and that's because he's trying to shut you out from the noise from people who are dwelling in the spirit of fear. Yeah. That's why they had to zip up Elizabeth's husband's mouth. <laughs> like, oh, shut up. Them. Stop. Don't guys. I don't want to hear. Don't spoil what God is, what God is gonna do. <laughs> you know, because that's gonna ruin a lot of things, right. right? Um, another thing is just encouraging you to keep testimonies of the love of God and breakthroughs yes. that He's done in your life and yes. in the life of others close to you. Because yes. for me, I've noticed that. If I cannot remember what God can do, yeah. what he's capable of doing, I have to remember what he has done. What he has done, absolutely. And lay those stones out as rocks and memorials of re remembrance mm -hmm. to just keep remembering that God did this. Mm -hmm. He can do another thing. Yeah, absolutely. And one practical way to remind yourself of what God has done, who God is, is by literal reminders yeah. on our phones. Oh yeah. I have a remind I have several reminders that go off. Yeah. But one in particular says the love of God is truth. Amen. Scripture confirms it and my mind bows to the authority of scripture. Amen. My mind bows. To and it's like that thing goes off and I just I confess <laughs> it even even if I don't feel like it. Yeah. The words that I'm speaking are truth. Yeah. So because I've declared that my body responds to truth, my body, body and my mind will to respond truth. to it. Yeah. So 
practical you know we need practical yes, yes. when we're doing the spiritual yes. practical yep. go set a reminder yep. on your phone daily daily let it, let it ring out at 2 p.m every day do you understand <laughs> mine goes off every six hours yeah, so when i, I wake that. up it's there in the middle of my day it's there at the end of my day it's yeah. there right yeah. constant reminder that the love of god is truth it doesn't mean that it's not dependent on how I feel. Yeah. It's dependent on scripture, yes. which never changes. never changes. And so my mind has to bow. Yeah. Let to God that. be true and every other man be, be a liar. liar. <laughs> um, another thing that has really helped me is fasting off of fear. Hmm. Like, I think I live a fasted life because, like, it has transformed me so much. Yeah. And recently I went on a fast and I. Again, this episode is 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 coming out after my birthday, and you know the Lord Woo, kept, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, the Lord kept asking me what I wanted, and I said, God, I don't want to be fearful anymore. Yeah, um, and if you look at Esther, right, we mm -hmm. see in Esther that Mo Mordecai says to Esther that, like, okay, Esther. I want you to deliver these people. Mm -hmm. I want you to go to the king and seek the deliverance of your people. Mm -hmm. But Esther ignored. She was too afraid. But then the Bible tells us that Esther went on a fast. Mm -hmm. She was away from food for three days. All of a sudden, after these three days, she goes on the fast and she calls other people to join her. Esther now has the courage to go before the king. Because her flesh died. Because her flesh died. Because fasting crucifies your flesh. Yeah. It crucifies fear. It crucifies the fear of man. It crucifies the fear of your life. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, this timid girl mm -hmm. becomes a warrior queen. Mm -hmm. Right before our eyes, mm -hmm. after she fasts. So if the Lord is calling you to fast, or even if you, don't, you haven't heard him call you to fast, but you're hearing this and something within you is bubbling up. Yeah. Ask him, Lord, lead me how to fast yes. off of fear. Yes, absolutely. And we're not fasting because we want to fast track our prayers. No, you're fasting because you understand that there is a spiritual yep. <laughs> change mm -hmm. that happens when you rid yourself off of you. Yeah. The Holy Spirit yeah. has the authority to dwell more potently within yeah, you for sure and fasting literally puts you in a vulnerable state where you have no other choice but, god, but to rely on god all baby. your comforts are gone they're gone you have to rely <laughs> on god um one of the ways to defeat a giant you know david said to goliath you come against me with a sword and a spear but i come against you in, in the, the name, name of the lord in god the almighty name. you see sometimes it's as simple as when the spirit of fear is around or you start finding yourself anxious or whatever declare the name of jesus absolutely. over and over again absolutely jesus 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 yes. jesus yes. amen amen something that like sounds so petty but like sleep because exhaustion mm -hmm. creates the hormone cortisol yes, right yes and cortisol is scientifically hormone. proven yeah to drive fear yeah absolutely so make sure you are sleeping make sure yeah. you are resting yeah make sure you are on top of of at least a decent sleeping schedule no, absolutely. because it will really help to destroy the entrance that fear might want to come in absolutely through your sleep 
and through your dream life right right through your sleep or lack thereof yes, because yeah. with cortisol cortisol is the stress hormone that's released when we're in the face of danger yes right so exactly right so fight flight freeze fawn mm -hmm. right so if you're not getting enough sleep yeah. cortisol is going to be pumping yeah. through your body 100%. and, you, and it so, will make you think illogically right it will make you think like okay it's time to attack yeah. this fear it's yeah. time to attack like yeah. a source of danger yeah. and there is no source there of danger. No danger you just yeah. need to sleep yeah so please sleep <laughs> get please. enough sleep um over the course of this week we're gonna post a lot of confessions okay. on the instagram page just helping you things that i want you to anybody listening to this don't play with this yeah, yeah, yeah. like don't sleep on this like confess daily mm -hmm. ever so often as a thought even comes to your mind these confessions are for you and and before we go i just want us to pray for people yeah um dealing with the spirit of fear yeah okay hmm. Father, I just thank you because you are good. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you that you are consistent. I thank you that you are an anchor. Yes, God. That regulates us. Yes, you God. You are our safety. Amen. Your word says that your name is a strong tower. Mm. It's a literal fortress that the righteous run into and are safe. And because of what Jesus have d has done, we are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we can run into your name and your safety, the safety that you are, and be safe. So Amen. I just thank you. Amen. Father, I speak to every heart. I speak to everybody Amen. that has been overwhelmed by fear. Amen. I say right now, as they listen to the sound of my voice, that perfect love, drives out fear your perfect love overwhelms their body Amen. your perfect love overwhelms their nervous system Amen. your perfect love overwhelms their mind Amen. that they are not ruled by fear but they are ruled by you that the spirit of god is what is at work in them that there is no more laziness no more procrastination Amen. no more fear Amen. no more disappointment Amen. no more fear masquerading as wisdom trying to prevent disappointments but there is total reliance on you that the eyes of their understanding are enlightened and flooded with light and they understand who you are and through that understanding and knowledge of who you are they are able to just rest i know that indeed they can rest here Amen. and they can rest in the safety of who you are and of your love and your power Amen. i thank you jesus because we know that these words have been heard by you I want to pray um, a prayer of deliverance mm. for anyone who is from a bloodline mm. of people who are lacking in faith mm. um, and are full of fear. Yeah. And I, the Bible says that to Job that when the enemy came like a flood, the Lord raised a standard. Mm. Pray that the Lord will raise a standard in your life mm. and in the life of those to come. Mm. And the spirit of fear that has come through by blood, let the blood of Jesus defeat it in Jesus' name. Amen. You know who you are listening to this. You yeah. know how the spirit of fear has taken over 
not just your life but the lives of the people around you so yes. god we just pray that in the name of jesus we break yes. these people loose from yes. that foul spirit Amen. and we pray that you enter into the full and complete rest of god in amen. jesus name amen 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 thanks girl thanks for having me <laughs> thanks guys thank you we hope you love this yes. episode as much as we did recording it mm -hmm. um and again to our visual listeners the joy of giving is gonna be in the audio so please go to our your audio wherever you listen to this podcast and listen out to hear what we're giving away today. Um, each episode, we're giving away something new. So remember to nominate, click the link in our Instagram bio and the link in the podcast as well. The joy of giving is here again for a second time round. So please follow us on Instagram at you can rest here pod yes. and keep up to, with us with everything. Yeah. And yeah, thank you. Thank you joy of giving time so everyone of course we are giving something else away and we have no, no one other than the amazing Oliado Naturals who are giving us a bunch of skincare products for you guys and as always you know somebody who's been telling you I need new skincare products I need something different for my body for my face so of course we want you to nominate someone you know has a need for this other than yourself. So we have two goods. As always, there will be two winners of this week's Joy of Giving um, giveaway. <laughs> so please sign up with the link in our description. And then also you can find the link on our Instagram page. And as always, let's create an atmosphere for generosity now and always. I love you all. Have a wonderful day ahead. Bye.